Welcome to What Are We Even Talking About, the podcast where we skip the small talk and explore faith, random thoughts and spirituality in the context of this thing called life, women and community, and thank you for joining the conversation. What are we talking about? Um, Yeah, so today we are talking about covenants and we're continuing on from our Bible series. Um... So yeah, we're just going to talk about covenants. I think mainly about like marriage, the covenant of marriage and what, I guess, what is it? What is marriage, you know, like from the biblical mm. point of view? Yeah. Mm. Big one. <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't know. I mean, um, it, it does sound like a big one, but I think the where the topic ca- kind of came from was me kind of asking myself, like, do I want to get married? What is marriage? Um, what is marriage in society? What is marriage to me? Like, from my experience of seeing it around me, people that are married, do I want to get married? Um, and when I am married, what would that look like? What is marriage mean to God? You know what I mean? Just asking myself these kind of questions. And so I just kind of mm. wanted us to kind of look at it from like a biblical perspective. Um, yeah. We might cover some other covenants as well, just to kind of understand what it is, I guess what it means mm-hmm. or the importance of it i guess yeah yeah it seems like quite um quite a, a heavy one but i think we <laughs> start with we we narrowed down on the word covenant because we said that that's what like marriage is a covenant and then yeah. we we started to you know we were thinking that what well you know what is a covenant and then um the definition of it when i was like looking it up quickly was a covenant is a promise mm-hmm. um or a contract basically an agreement yeah like a pact yeah so that's what a covenant is and um we you you see that through the bible there's different types of covenants um i think i was like i was, I was like lightly researching it and i think there's five covenants in the bible mm-hmm. all the way through from um yeah, from beginning to end, the last one, I think, being the Christian covenant, as in through Christ, um, the promise that, you know, that there's new life through Christ. Um, I, if I'm not mistaken, that's the last covenant. But we're, like, thinking, like, okay, if a covenant is a promise, a pact, a deal, but it was, like, I think when we started talking about leading on to marriage, because, of, mm. you know, the marriage covenant is not part of, you know the covenants that we're talking about in the bible because it's not um the covenants in the in the bible the main ones are are kind of between god and his people Mm -hmm. that's what it is but you know the marriage covenant is like um the human one you know um when we're looking at it through christianity it's between um a man and a woman so that's the marriage that we're talking about and um what was i going to say oh yeah we were saying like when you look at these big covenants in the Bible, these promises between God and humans, it was always sealed, like, by blood. That's what we settled on. It was sealed by blood. Because, like, mm. if you if you have a contract, a pact on agreement um, on earth, like, legally, it's sealed with um, a signature, isn't it? Like, before yeah. in, olden, in, the, in olden times, it was like a seal, like a wax seal. But now it's like your signature, right? That's, like, legally binding. And it seems like in the Bible... Like some sort of like blood had to be spilt to make the pact legally 
to make the pack like you know to what's it called again to activate it Mm. let's say that so then we were like you 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 brought it to me this idea of you know like where's the blood that binds two people together where does that come from let me ask you put it to you (laughs) um yeah so the reason why I was even like thinking about marriage being a covenant because essentially it is isn't it it's between like you said a man and a woman but it's also um, done in front of God isn't it so it's like between the two parties and God and so mm-hmm. I remember listening to a preach and the pastor was talking about how you know like when like two people have sex there's the hymen and obviously there's there's blood that happens from there and so that essentially he was saying that's kind of part of the covenant that's been made. So he was saying it's kind of funny because he was talking about how like it, that's why it's not good to sleep around because essentially it's like you're marrying all these different people and that you're kind yeah. of like giving a part of your soul to them. And so he was saying because you're kind of making covenants with people over and over again every time you have well, yeah, every time you have sex with someone and someone might say, mm. oh, you know, there's not always blood spilled or whatever and I mean, maybe there is, maybe it's like very tiny, you don't really notice it or something. But the point is, that was what he was saying. It just made me think about it and be like, oh, okay, what is the purpose of the hymen actually? Because I I personally don't really know if it has any, I don't think it has any purpose scientifically, like biologically. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I was like, oh, is that supposed to be like some sort of significant meaning for like biblically or from God's point of view, like that's supposed to be part of the covenant because obviously like you've said in the bible or when we look at other covenants there's always like a shedding of blood or some sort of sacrifice um Mm -hmm. between the two the two like god and whoever his people whoever was he was making the covenant with so i think that just made me and the reason why i was even looking at it because i was like marriage is not all the things that we see in society like you know the big white wedding the dress the ring like that's not really what it is when you when it comes down to it like what it generally is like in God's eyes anyway he's not like you know go and get your ring and propose to whoever do you know what I mean so I was trying to break it down I guess you could say and be like okay what what what's what's the thing of meaning what's actually meaningful there yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so like what so you so you're saying that basically this is there's this idea of once you have sex there's a there's a covenant because there's a spilling of blood this is mm. but this is like if you know someone's a virgin and they're hymen but some people's hymen is already broken or they don't bleed anyway and i was gonna, i had qualms with that because i was like well it's not every time that they bleed that someone bleeds because i mean if what was i even saying yes so maybe like the first time they have sex and then they bleed and then that's a covenant but then if they go on to have other sexual partners and there's no blood you know, is that covenant just with the first person that they had sex with, really? Yeah, I mean, you could say that, but then maybe it's just a symbol. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, of course, every time you have sex, it's not... I mean, there's still a problem that you had a covenant with that first person, though, but anyway, carry on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's that, but I mean, like... If you didn't go on, I mean, you know what I mean? but But I think maybe it's just a symbol. And again, it was just one person, one pastor's perspective... On mm-hmm. what, like mm-hmm. the idea of having sex and how that but is a I wanted covenant. To, I wanted to roll with that. You know what I mean? You mm. know, like let's roll with it. Let's discuss that because obviously sometimes you can just say, "Oh, it's just one person's perspective," and not go into it. So I wanted to like be like, "Okay, so yeah, like let's let's see through that lens." And let's yeah, that that's why I was like, that's why I was kind of like 
thinking about that idea because I was like I said I was like well what other reason would the hymen exist because it doesn't seem to be any other reason um but then again there's so many different situations like you said some people don't have hymen some are broken but then I just listened to something today that said that you know the hymen doesn't stay broken it heals again like there's no once it's broken that's it and I was like oh okay I didn't know that that. so (laughs) maybe it is a constant breaking you know but then maybe it's not like blood that is visual, vis, uh, vis, <laughs> visible, like bleeding, like a flow. It's just probably a f- couple drops. It's not, I think it's, it's a really thin layer. It's not going to be like, you know. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that idea, but mm-hmm. it does, it sounds, it seems to make some sort of sense. But then that makes you think, that, oh my gosh, if you slept with so many people, then like you're essentially married, in God's eyes anyway, you're essentially married to all those people. <laughs> and you have covenant with them as you're talking i was thinking well it's not like in the bible we're talking about old testament times more really like an old but maybe only kings got away with this to be honest or really wealthy men because they had multiple wives like you know king solomon like you know um i'm not sure if david had multiple wives i don't want to like go into that but he did didn't he um, but like these kings, these wealthy men, they had, yeah, they had multiple wives, and you know they were they were talking to God, they were on good terms with God, um, and it's like, I don't know, it, it did it like it's kind of like was that okay? Because now when you talk about like multiple sexual partners, to, in today's age, it's kind of like it goes against the concept of giving, keeping yourself, um, you know, what I mean, it seems to be, it seems, it seems wrong. Like, do you know what I mean? Whereas mm. it seems as if like you're not, you're not walking in God's, like, God's way. Right. Um, but then you have these kings in the olden days who were able to have m- multiple wives. Do you know what I mean? It's like, but then you could say, well, they were keeping the covenant because they, ca- it's not as if they were just having sex with all these people. They were keeping them. Like if, if you were a concubine of the king, you were, you were living off his, um, the goodness of his, you know, you were in his palace. You know, mm. it was keeping you, whatever that covenant, the agreement is that you're going to be one of his women. So you, so you had these people who were keeping these covenants, these covenants. It's not like, okay, um, you're my partner for now. And then later on, you know <laughs> what I mean? When I'm moving to the next partner, I don't, we don't have any dealings anymore. Yeah. So I don't know, like, it's almost like, do you think we're kind of going off topic now, but is that, do you think that there's anything wrong with having multiple covenants if you can actually keep the covenant so having multiple partners but you keep that you know you're keeping the covenant that you're actually it's a promise of like yes you are my partner for life whatever it is i have six partners or whatever is that do you know what i mean is is it okay then or like you know what the, I, I don't even know if my question is even right or is even clear <laughs> but it's like what makes I mean, it wrong I never is it the you. fact that is it is it the fact that there's more than one or is it the fact that you're just not keeping covenant with all with all the ones? <laughs> uh, I don't know, you know, because I never really thought of it like that. But obviously, if we talk like from the pastor's point of view that I was listening to, he was essentially saying that you're kind of splitting your soul with all these different people, mm. which I guess that's not a good thing. So he was saying that you are supposed to be with one other person, um, which I guess is in line with the biblical view isn't it that you should be with one person even though yeah in the old testament we have people with multiple wives and concubines or whatever but you've got in genesis and you've got in the new testament that like 
it should just be one one person that you are with. It doesn't really yeah. encourage multiple. It doesn't encourage polyamory. So I don't know. But then there are people that um, are Christian that do live that Old Testament lifestyle of having multiple spouses. So I don't. I can't really say what's right and wrong. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know what yeah. is right and wrong. Um, but it's just something that's interesting to think about especially when you're when I was just thinking about like what is marriage like when we break it down and if it is that then it's like I think you people would take it more seriously who they sleep with as well it wouldn't just be so blasé I guess and then at the same time I guess we wouldn't have to make such a show and dance about the whole wedding I kind of I'm just someone who's not really inclined that way anyway I've never like dreamt of having such a big wedding and everything but I just feel like there's not much meaning like if you want to have a successful marriage it's not really about those things the showy stuff like the wedding day and it's a celebration of course it's like a party you can have a celebration with people you care about but I mean the importance is not on those things those superficial things so what is what is marriage to you then if it's not the wedding day yeah, it's not the wedding. It's, it's it's not the, the actual even the, cop- the legal mm. thing. What what is it? Just to ask you. Yeah, what is a marriage to you at this moment in time? What do you understand it to be? It's a covenant between me, another person, and God, like a triangle. Mm-hmm. That's literally it. Do you think you need to get married to have that covenant? Because some people probably would argue that. Well, if it's you know through through the blood shedding, through the hymen breaking, and all that, then why do I need to do anything? <laughs> Let me just go like, sleep with my husband, basically. Yeah, like they did in the Old Testament. Like he went into the tent and knew her. Yeah, you know? and and that's the thing. That's another part that I was interested about um, that I didn't really quite get to research that much into. But it was um, I was thinking about you know when we have weddings and we have like an officiant or like a pastor a priest. It's like okay, why do we need that other third party? Isn't it just supposed to be me, the other person, and God? But then I guess the pastor, the pre, pre priest, or whatever they're supposed to represent, isn't it? Like God. It's like when you go to confession, you confess to the priest. It's yes. like, okay, why can't you just sit in your room and confess to God? But I guess it's because they're, I don't know, a, a, um, are they representing God? Intermediary? Or yeah, an intermediary. intermediary. Yeah. They, well, they're the ones who are like, it does kind of, it does make sense because they're the ones who are bringing the two together. They're kind of like... Um, they're making it official and even in you know like court weddings but why you do need you do why need witnesses need... you actually mm. need a witness for legal thing mm. like you need a witness for something like yeah for marriage you know like sometimes yeah, but you're talking people, about some people like, no but this isn't even society yeah i guess it's society but law i'm just talking about i'm trying to like yeah but that's a man-made like, thing i'm trying to see it from mm. like a hat like god what does God okay, like? Yeah. How, what what's gonna what's God gonna look down at and see that okay these two mm-hmm. people are married? Like what what's the okay. requirement? Do you get what I mean? That's what I was trying to like yeah, really yeah, break yeah, it down because I was like you know okay. forget all this man made stuff. What what does it really mm-hmm. mean to God to be like okay you two are married and you're like made of one flesh? I was yeah. thinking it's just it's literally just the sex act, is it not? <laughs> yeah. So you're asking like yeah like what yeah. How does God recognize a marriage? Okay, I get that. Mm, now. Mm, I was getting yeah. down the whole legal thing, um, which I get, so and that's think, important, of course. So you think it's just the not just, but it is the act of these people. Have the come act, but also physically. it's I guess the 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 covenant side of it is the commitment because even when we look at other covenants in the Bible, it's not just that God said just go cut, um, 
give the sacrifice there's like conversation isn't there there's a commitment to something mm. yeah mm. so i feel there's that like commitment the you have to choose almost like there's a decision that's made do you know what i mean god says words he, yeah. in the covenant he doesn't just say yeah you know he <laughs> doesn't just like require blood without any context mm. to it yeah the words mm. are important as well yeah Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I was trying to get to. I was like, what is it? Like, what is the thing, the substance in mm-hmm. there? Mm. So, and I do feel like the, act, the act is still part of it, but it's like the work. So it's the commitment of the two people to be joined, obviously, to decide that. You, no one's going to be coerced into anything. And then obviously, I think the consummation of it as well. Yes. Yeah. So... I think I was really not, I was skipping that part, actually, now that you've made me think about it a lot. Like, it is to do before the consummation, because I was like, consummation? Yeah. Before the <laughs> consummating um, act, it's like, maybe it really is important. Um, I mean, I'm saying this, like, tentatively. Someone might be listening and be like, well, of course it's important that the people agree. But I mean, when I say <laughs> agree in their heart, I just feel like I know it, because people have said it as well. Like, they get married with like mm. 99% of them like there's that percent of them which kind of had like that niggling feeling that maybe I shouldn't be doing this or something yeah and I feel like even that is not with your whole heart do you know what I mean mm. it's like it's like how we do everything in life I've been thinking about it myself it's like I'm trying to do things more with integrity now where I'm like 100% in it I'm not like 99% I'm not 99.9% yeah so I was just thinking like maybe for it to be actually a marriage like maybe that's what could even I mean, I don't know because I'm not married. I've never been married. But it's like, <laughs> maybe that actually, that starting point of having your hearts be, like, you guys be in full agreement, 100%, 100%. Mm. And then the act of it, like, that maybe makes it real. Like, that's actually, you're, you're like, sealing something real. Do you know what I mm. mean? Um, you're not just, do you know what I mean? Because I just feel like there's so many reasons why people get married. So it's like, it's just weird, actually, the topic of it. Because it's like, now that we've, we've talked about it, it's like, I don't know, because what if I'm going off, I'm digressing now. But I yeah, I'm having some other what two... tangent thoughts as well. <laughs> I'm just thinking like, does the covenant, like what's God's covenant of, what's God's idea of the covenant of how it should be between the two people? Because some people are probably, they, some people get married and their covenant is not so much like, mm. it might just be like, yeah, we're both going to provide financial stability or like the covenant might be like i'm gonna provide you know finances and you're going mm. to provide your looks um you know what <laughs> I mean, or your body and that might be a true true covenant between these two people because it's oh, an good. agreement that's what a covenant is an agreement so if they 100% yeah. agree and they do this thing so i'm just like does that is that counted like do they define what the covenant is the people you know what i mean or is there one that's like is there a, a you know a type of covenant that should be like I the standard. That, but I like, <laughs> yeah, but I feel like I've got the answer in my mind anyway, even as I ask that. It, it depends where your it depends what your values are. And I think if your mm. value is God, there is a way. And and it's just being it's just it's just being a Christian, which is the up the, the top thing is love and being selfless. So I feel like if you both agree to mm. um to love each other and put the other person first before yourself, I yeah. think that's that's one that's based upon the value system of of christianity if you're mm. aligned with that whereas yeah. if your value system is not in line with that then your pact will be different mm. what were you saying mm. 
No, I was going to say another interesting part of like just even looking at like the actual wedding ceremony itself is like the vows and like where they come from because they're not they're not technically biblical. So it's kind of like to just pause you there. Yeah, the most amazing. That's not the most amazing, but one of the most amazing. Um, just because I found it hilarious. Yeah, wedding ceremonies, Pride and Prejudice, Pride <laughs> and Prejudice, the nineteen ninety whatever version, um, <laughs> that version. Yeah. Um, oh. And um, what's his name? Who's playing um, Darcy? Colin Colin Firth. Yeah. Yeah, that version. Yeah, when they're getting married, that priest is serious. <laughs> the, the the vowels yeah made me be like what the heck like i think he those are you, the original ones are they not yeah i feel like whatever it is I'm, the I was full like, people version. need to have these vows in their wedding they're and a bit they serious they make you think marriages. yeah like, <laughs> the, the, yeah, that was, yeah that was just a digression anyway carry on no yeah i was just saying that even the wedding vows that talk about you know till death do us part i'm like where does that even come from is that biblical like in the bible does it say that it should be joined till you die. Like, you know, those kind of things. Because obviously in the New mm-hmm. Testament, Paul talks about divorce and things like that. And it just makes me question these kind of things. Like, like, is that really biblical? Like, where does that come from? Like, are we actually supposed to be married till we die? You know, things like that. Mm. I don't know. It's just questioning. I think it's good to always question what you think you believe and to see where the roots of these things are. Because then you can kind of dismantle some beliefs that are not even true do you know what I mean so I think I was just I like the whole reason why this topic even came about was because I was doing a deep kind of like what is marriage like what is it because one minute I want to be married one minute I'm like what's the point I don't really have any good examples of it like is there really point is it just some people believe it's just a piece of paper and they can just be with the person they're like we're we're as good as married and I'm like maybe they are I don't know like who am I to judge like is God going to look at them and be like they are married actually in God's eyes and if I'm if I'm saying it based off what I said was marriage to God, which is the commitment of the two people. But then again, maybe they didn't do that commit. There wasn't a covenant with them and God. And maybe it was. Mm-hmm. So it's like, is it marriage? Is it not? Does it, it doesn't really matter what I think, obviously. But it's just trying to, from a spiritual point of view, figure out what is, what is marriage to God? What does that mean? Mm. Yeah. But yeah, there is a lot to uncover. <laughs> yeah, from us talking, I feel like it's become a bit clearer in my head. That in my my thoughts in this my thoughts at this time is that mm. because marriage is a covenant, an agreement, a pact, and I think it is between two people. You know, yeah, um, yeah, it is between. I was trying to say, or is it between? Two, can I say two people because God's involved if it's Christianity? But I think it's be- it's between you two people. You know, that's who's involved in this. I mean, yeah, but God is like, in between, I feel, anyway. Yeah, but I think marriage is basic. I'm just thinking of going through the, my thought process. Marriage in its basic is a con- an agreement between these two people. But then that agreement is, I think, yeah, just by necessity, is going to be, like, is going to be functioning within some sort of value system. So mm. it could be religion. It could be just your thoughts. It's some sort of belief system that you guys have. That's where that com- that 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 pact is going to be nestled in. So if it is God and that's your your highest value as a Christian, then that covenant mm. should be inside of God. You know what I mean? Yeah. And for it to be truly aligned. And but then if you don't believe in God and then you're doing, you can't make an agreement that's based on you know what I mean on the value system of something you don't even agree with. It doesn't make sense really. Like. 
you know mm. um like i couldn't really go well i was gonna say i couldn't have a jewish wedding but i still believe we're like of the abrahamic faiths right so it's like we believe in this in the same god but like yeah. for me to go and have like a another wedding of another religion of other gods that i don't it just doesn't really even if i'm with this this person who i do want to marry it doesn't make sense me going to do that that type of um you know agreement and pact. i just don't i don't agree with it um not agree with it but it doesn't it doesn't align with you anyway do you know what i mean mm. there's no alignment there mm. um as it to being forever like should it be forever is an interesting question i think i just thought of it now by... you know i didn't really think about this before but i just had a thought i was like wait is like, it forever why, why does it have to be till i die i like... think the by, when you said it or, or like my little romantic side of me was just like <laughs> Well, yeah, of course it is because that's exactly what marriage is. Because every time people Who are, <laughs> I think that's the concept of it. And I, I, I think I, I thought um, because that's why it's hard, you know. Mm. Because if it was not for if it was not for life, I mean, we're saying forever. It's not actually in the Bible. It does talk about the fact that Jesus does talk about the fact that it's until you die, and then after in the afterlife, there is no marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's even though we say forever, it's a, it is just for a lifetime. It's like a it's a while we're here on this earth thing. That's what marriage is. Um, but that's why it, that's what makes it hard. It's not like just a, a a relationship where you're not married, where we can say it's ended. With marriage, mm. we've made vows, and I, it, the type of relationship it is is a lifelong one. That's what it is. That's what I think. That's what if I can say for myself is that I think that's what defines. That's what actually should be in the definition of marriage. Hmm. It's, it's a it's a it's an agreement a lifetime agreement you know yeah that's literally what makes it so hard <laughs> and it is true like i wish maybe i don't know because i haven't i never get to you know the beginning of the bible in the old testament like the the laws and stuff like that maybe it's somewhere in there i never get to that part because i just never make it but i know yeah. in the new testament it does say <laughs> that like um it's talking about like married women being bound by the law um, by the law of marriage to their husband to while he's alive and so I'm like okay what's this law of marriage it seems like this law of marriage <laughs> this law of mani- marriage basically bounds you to another person till till death basically and so I'm like okay maybe that's where it comes from like I wish there was more sometimes I just wish there was more explicit things that you could be like okay this is what it says about this mm-hmm. um and I don't know if it does say anything in like it, where's where does it have all like the laws is it Leviticus or like Exodus they they start you know in Exodus and I think mm. it goes on yeah just because I'm reading Exodus now so that's what I'm saying so it started already yeah I mean it, it's probably somewhere in there but I guess there is the law of marriage and it's it's God's law isn't it so that's probably yeah. what bounds we us to need to read that yeah it bounds us to <laughs> it bounds us to someone else till till death obviously while they're living it definitely. Mm. I don't. It definitely doesn't say stuff about one person and it being monogamous. I, I I say that without knowing because I'm just saying that people came afterwards who married multiple. Why? Like it was a natural. The thing is with the Bible, sometimes it's hard to even discern because the people humans fought against God's will, mm. even though they were His people anyway. So much so that you don't even know what was God's idea. Not like you would think the idea of kingship was God's idea, but it wasn't. Like for there to be kings on earth for us to but it wasn't god's idea just because people really wanted it so it's almost mm. like it's hard to differentiate but oh yeah between culture you know human culture and and god's culture like you know what i mean so that's why it's good to ask these questions like that seem basic like oh is marriage meant to be forever is this because it's like since the beginning 
it's mm. always been very murky, like between like what's been what's our what was our idea and what was actually God's idea. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's true because obviously when we're talking about all these marriages in the Old Testament, it's like there's context as well, and obviously yeah. now nowadays con- the context of relationships is changing. People are having more open mm-hmm. relationships, more poly relationships. Mm-hmm. Like there's always shifts in the times and the context that is right now. So I guess those things are also relevant, but it does seem like you are bound to one person while they're alive, and then when they're it says when when like your husband dies or something you are then freed from this law mm-hmm. and then you can actually marry another person mm-hmm. so yeah there seems to be for me i think for marriage it's lifelong and mm, mm. i think mono- monogamy is the way for me personally because i just feel like like i said i'm very much going to i like i feel like there's something about being focused on on one thing just yeah. in like in just in life like it's like this idea of integrity which i need to look up the definition for it because i know my own understanding for it but integrity means when you're like whole like you're 100 percent. like it's like truth it's like if if someone um someone like you have integrity towards an action if you go in it with the all of you do you know what i mean yeah you're not like Mm. i'm concentrated on this and i'm concentrating on that split focus which doesn't mm. lead to integrity because you're not even giving you're, you know what I mean you're not giving your full self to any of those things. Yeah. But integrity is when you're you're focused on just one thing so you can give your full self to it and therefore do you know what I mean it just it's very much aligned and it's truthful and it's it's straight. And mm. so I think for me marriage works like that as well where it's like if you're you know maybe pe- people can, I don't think yeah maybe you can have multiple but I just feel like there'll be so much more like whatever marriage is supposed to be it will come straight and it will come true to you just that one person just go through mm. it that way and it's yeah and and it's hard to just focus on one thing sometimes like it's hard isn't it because you know like, oh, it's getting boring now whatever but, um, <laughs> i think like you 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 will do well isn't it like say you just focus on one task for today you most likely will complete that task isn't it and do it well so the best of your standards even if you yeah. wanted to be distracted during the day whereas if you focus on like five things Mm, you know you can still do them but maybe not as excellent so i just feel like the beauty of marriage will come out again this is my thoughts based on my values and ideas the beauty of marriage will come out with one and one person and that's what makes it so hard and that's when it's going to do its job properly you know what i mean mm. it's going to do its job that it's supposed to be doing in you you know um but the more sometimes when we're talking about it now, I'm just thinking, man, do I? It's not just when you're talking about you know being bound for life. I'm like, do I really want to get married? I don't know. That's putting me off. I'm not gonna lie. I have my romantic notions, but like, oh my god, I don't like the idea of being bound to someone for life. Like, but then I mean, it doesn't have to be so deep. I feel like you always see it so deeply. Like, oh my gosh, I'm shackled to yeah, you. Yeah, I definitely do. <laughs> yeah, I take it so deep. But then I always say, in this context, I have a value system. Like, I believe in God. I'm not trying to say. I'm going to make up the rules, not like that. But at the same time, it is. Like, I know what I'm talking about because I'm like, say I'm, I I have an agreement with someone and -hmm. it's founded in God. And I believe God is um, the person, you know, the person who's like got this um, because my, I put my value system aligned to God. And that means I should put the other person first and all these things. I still feel like it, you know, us being with God and doing it that way, still, there's still so much space for us to do it our way. Do you know what I mean? Because we're Mm. individual people. Like we can, we can fulfill this thing in a way that aligns with our personalities. 
you know what I mean, and our characters and what we want from life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So mm-hmm. just because say you're a Christian or whatever, it doesn't mean that you know what I mean, you know, you know who you are. Like I know who I am, where I can get very I can feel very suffocated by being around someone all the time, every time. <laughs> and like I it's like there's certain things I want in life that I know um that I'm just like to myself, I value personal space a lot. And I just said to you, I think I was talking to you and just I've said it all the way throughout, it's like the kind of marriage I'd have, I think, is one where um, if things were really hard, like if someone took like a... People do this from work, but if they took... I just came up with it now, the actual word linking it to it is sabbatical. Like if you wanted like a one-year mm. sabbatical, two-year sabbatical from from us, yeah. right, I feel like I'd love to have something where I'd be able to, to, to honour that if someone needed it and then the other person would be able to honour it if I needed it as well. Like we're still 100% oh, committed okay. to not going off to go off with someone else or anything. No, not like that at all. I'm going off for me for some personal growth or whatever. Like, mm. so be it, you know? I just never want... I never want to... I want you to feel... I want, I'd like my partner to feel freer in a relationship with me than they than they did even when they were single. Do you know what I mean? And I'd want to be free uh, as well. Okay. Yeah. I just value freedom so much and the feeling of it so much that, like, yeah, let's not shuffle. Because that's what... Love is love gives freedom isn't it yeah i think love does does make you feel free i think it's only when we let fear in that we want to hold on to yeah. someone because we're afraid that yeah. you know, they don't want us and we don't value our, it's like insecurities all these kind of things which is normal in, a, in part but i think it's just something that we need to be aware of that it's not that's not love isn't it it's fear that's mm-hmm. then controlling the the relationship and things like that but um it is hard, I think. It's hard, not, it's hard not to let fear come in. I think fear comes in all the time. Yeah, it's it's hard. And I think that sometimes we're used to operating from a place of fear that we don't really realise that that's where we are. Where we are. Exactly. Um, so I think it exactly. does require some, obviously some self-awareness to know that, okay, no, mm-hmm. I'm trying to like hold on to this person. Instead of like, because obviously, like you said, love frees you like it. It doesn't hold on to you. It lets you fly. And so you're supposed to feel free in that really. So I feel like if you're in a true, you know, partnership with someone and they really are loving you shouldn't really feel bound you shouldn't feel shackled yeah what do you think about these idea this idea of of of, um i'm always going on about like taking a break even in my marriage and (laughs) and because i don't i don't want to feel suffocated and bound and stuff like what are your thoughts about it or do you think you would do something would you be opposite like what's your thoughts I was going to say something idea. really silly. I was like, yeah, I want to be bound. <laughs> yeah, I know, because you're more like, we're always like, so, like, we can say opposites. But what, yeah, what would you, what's your well, idea? I mean, like? Obviously, when I, what I mean when I say that is not, I don't really want to be bound, but I like the idea of having a partner. I think because I look at Being it differently. Being shackled. <laughs> I, no, yeah. it's, I think because I look at it differently. Um, so for me, when I look at marriage, I'm not thinking that I'm bound to someone. I'm thinking, oh, I've got a life partner. Like, you know, we get to do life together. Like it's, you just have mm-hmm. someone alongside you to do things. Do you know what I mean? Because sometimes mm-hmm. it's all right to do things by yourself. I'm not someone who's like afraid of being on their own and stuff like that. I'm fine to do that as well. But it's just, it's just a, there's a comfort in that to, to have someone there to support you when you need it. You know what I mean? Like there's just a give and take. It's nice. The idea yeah. of it is comforting yeah. to me. I never, I never, and I think it's just a perspective thing. I don't think I ever really look at it like bound or things like that. But like, I don't know. I don't know where you get that from, to be honest. Like, because there's no aspect of it that I, I think there's no aspect of it that I think that, oh my gosh, I'm going to feel trapped here. I think because I always feel like I can do 
what I want. I should be with someone where I want to do what I want. They want me to do what I want. Do you know what I mean? There shouldn't be any kind of feeling shackled. Unless, and I feel like it's not that the other person would make you feel that way. It's you making yourself feel that way. Mm, yeah. And I guess that would be the fear then. Yeah, it's that fear. Yeah. But then it's like, what are I you think, afraid of? I think I'm afraid of like, it's it's more kind of, no, it's, no, I'm saying no. Is it being no. trapped it's, in it's, a bad marriage or something? It's not that. No, no, no. It's mm. just the feeling of, like, a, it's a feeling of a contract. Like, even as I am now, I don't really, like, I I don't like the idea of signing a contract even for work, you know? <laughs> like, I do, like, I kind of work, like, hours as I go. So I don't even That's like funny. signing contracts for work. I love it when it's, like, a short-term contract. Um, it's a short-term right. thing, and we don't know if I'm going to work beyond two hours. Because the type of work I do anyway at the moment is that, I don't have contracts like that where I'm bound by time. Do you know what I mean? I can leave mm. it when I, if I want to, I can go. And I love it. And I don't know if it's, is it commitment phobia? I don't know. Like, maybe it is, you know? Like, sounds so bad. But like, I, even for that. So it's like, it's also much it being bad, but it's like, I picture it almost like I'm standing somewhere. It's like, say you're in your dream, a dream destination holiday, wherever. It's like, mm. it's an island and it's beautiful. But then mm. it's like, somehow now the rule is you can't leave the island. It's like, I could, you know what I mean? Wow. I have that kind of like, oh my gosh. Oh, so I can't leave. Like, what? I can never leave. And I'll just be the kind of person who's focused more on the fact that I can't leave instead of like, just enjoying the fact that I'm here in this, in this island. So wow, I don't know if that's okay. a good analogy. Um... So it's like, it's this where I put the, the focus on, I think. You're like, yeah, this is my life partner. I get to do life with, which I love that idea as well. But it's mm. just this kind of, um, like, hold a minute, but it's for life. Oh, okay, okay. All right. <laughs> and, I, and I, so it's like, yeah. I think it's the fear that I would get bored. The idea that it will get stale. Um, yeah. I think that's what it is. But yeah, I'm, I mean, like I'm learning and stuff. I'm learning about relationship. Like it really is what you, you put in, you work towards it. And there's, there's obviously, in as in life, as with everything, there's seasons, as in, like you're not going to maintain high passion. You're not going to maintain high, like, I feel close to you all the time. That's in all the relationships I've ever had in life, right? Like I feel close mm. to you at some points. At some points I feel like, okay, I'm not as close to you in this moment or whatever it is. So it's like, that's just natural life. So I think it's just, maybe it's just fear speaking. I think it's fear speaking. But there is also, I'm just trying to honour like, you know when you're being, I'm trying to be true to myself and just say like, okay, this is my kind of like personality and let me just try and do like some management around that before, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, I know I need space. So let me create an environment where I get that space regularly instead of just going in and being like, oh, this is marriage. This is what people do. And I don't want it to be like that. I want to like, you know, you know how they say, like, know thyself and then, you know, work around you, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think, I feel like we've kind of covered a bit of everything, had some new thoughts, mm-hmm. actually, while while we were doing this. But, um, yeah, I think it was just interesting just to look at it. What was your, I think you had a thought, which you didn't say, right, when when I was talking about, we're talking about marriage and you were like, oh, I was having some new thoughts. Did you share um, it or did you not? Yeah, no, it was just the idea of like the vows of what they really mean. 
and where they mm-hmm. kind of the origin of the vows i think it's something that i would probably have to look into myself because i've never really looked into it i just thought of it now i was like okay where did the vows come from because i feel like we were talking about like what really is the breakdown like when we break it down what is marriage in god's eyes and i was thinking yeah it's the commitment that the two people make which is like the the words you know and then it's also like the act is part of it as well and so it was i was thinking about vows i mean we think of the vows that people say the as part of a wedding ceremony and there's so many different ones from different cultures but it's like what is the importance of those vows because i don't think anyone really well as far as i know unless you do maybe like a ceremony um when you just go to the courthouse i don't know Everyone says vows, isn't it? I don't think there's anyone that just gets married and is like, okay, yes. I don't know. Because <laughs> like that's an important think, part of the ceremony. It's like what you said. It's the vows are what you said. They are. It's like the words. You yeah. Know, what we're actually. What are we agreeing to? So it's like yeah. that's why people write their own vows now. Because mm. um, I feel like they feel more comfortable agreeing to. Oh, I will let you change. I will let you evolve. You know what I mean? Like people's personal vows that they write yeah um do you believe that you would write your own vows or would you go for the like standard ones that are like you know are you for it um it doesn't have to what, be personal like are you just for are you kind of like more kind of like yay when we write their own vows or do you think like oh no you could just do the classical ones i honestly don't think it matters but um the idea of writing your own vows is nice um but i honestly don't think it matters you know mm. um because I would do research to find out where the the like the classical vows come from, just to get some context. Because I'm not someone who just is going to stand there and say words I don't know what they they're from, the intent mm. behind them. I like to know what it's about. But um, the idea of writing your own vows is also nice because there's, I guess you have you know your own context and your own situation with that person. You might that might not be reflected in just the like standard vow, so you might want to write your own, which I think is fair. It doesn't really matter. I don't think. I, I always think about, okay, what does God think? I think either way, it's the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably more meaningful if you write your own. Mm. Yeah. It's interesting, yeah. It's interesting. I think the power of words comes in there. It's almost like a spell. That's what I thought. It's almost like casting a spell. Oh, when you say words and then you... That makes me think of Shadowhunters, the marriage ceremony. You, you liked the vows the that they say in there. I think they're from the Bible as well, actually. Are they... My people, yeah, they're like verses from. That one's not the marriage vow. That one's that is it one, not like the Parabatai one. The the marriage vow is the one where it's like write your write. It's like write my name on the. It's on your hand and on your heart. Something about mm. your hand on your heart. It's actually such a nice line, but it's from Song of Songs. Oh, um, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, and it's like if that's what you call it, do you call it Song of Songs. Is there another one? Song of Solomon. Song of Solomon. Yeah, Song of Songs Solomon. of Solomon yeah. and. It's nice. It's like such a romantic book, but yeah, it's some. It talks about in that marriage seems kind of like eternal, to be honest. But yeah, it's very much like forever <laughs> and binding. Well, the the, the nice one in Song of band. Songs. Yeah, um, I don't know if I've even I feel I can even put it up and like say it, but it, that one is kind of like it's 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 nice and romantic, I guess. Yeah, I mean it's um, a bit racy as well. Some verses in there. <laughs> So, oh, okay. <laughs> it's very sim like there's a lot of um, what do you call it, uh, symbolism and things like that. So some some parts are funny, but yeah, <laughs> it is. Let me see if I can like um, and find that ver- that verse. If not, oh, it says here. Um, this is the new international version, but it says, 
place me like a seal over your heart, like mm. a seal on your arm, for love is as strong as death. Wow. And then it goes on and on and on. But yeah, something it's like place me as a seal, seal over your heart and over your arm. Mm. Um, which I find very to be like, oh gosh, like a seal, like it's actually like it's deep. Um, yeah, it's quite <laughs> deep. Mm. But I, I guess that's what it is, that's what it is about, really. And I feel like it, it should be taken more seriously. But I don't know if it's um, becoming out of fashion. It feels nowadays. Mm. But... Marriage, right? Yeah, I really, yeah, I do think, I do think that, it, like. But things people always want to celebrate, though. I feel like the actual of wedding thing, like like they won't get rid of celebration of weddings. I feel like they'll try and take out the whole like, you know, to lifelong kind of thing. It might be like oh, a commitment ceremony where people commit. Oh, you God. know, I I do think that in the West and stuff like things like that could happen. Yeah. Oh, dear me. But anyway, yeah, I think we've we've talked the talk and all the stuff. But um, yeah, so we hope you guys enjoyed that. And uh, you'll join us again next week for another episode in the Bible series. Bye.